Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Yo, What the Hell? This is a weekly smorgasbord where two friends get together and talk about things that they have found interesting. Hi again. I'm Bravo uh, again, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host. Yeah, we've reverted so back to normal, so I'm Whiskey. Yeah, and uh, I know we promised you 3D printing, but uh, due to scheduling... Uh, that's going to be next week. Um, sorry for lying to you, dear listeners. Uh, I'll probably do it again, um, so I'm not going to say I won't, but sorry. Oh, I'll definitely lie to people. I'll lie all day. It'll just happen. Whoopsie-daisy. Yeah. Only one of us can tell the truth, and only one of us can lie. And it's not always the same one. Have exactly. Fun information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, fuck, we could be lying right now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we're going to do just a, more of an in-depth kind of news and other stuff episode. Uh, in the meantime, um, yeah, next week we're going to do some 3D printing talk. So that'd be, that'd be nice. One of, the, one of the homies from the Gunpla Colorado Discord was nice enough to uh, agree. And that's real cool, frankly. Yes, it is. Well, that, I I like the idea of doing like that with more art people too. We need to book some more art people. We do. We do. We need. We need more people. But uh, yeah. So how how is how is how is your week, sir? Well, um, as we previously discussed off air, um, been doing a lot of house hunting, and we saw a lot of turds. A lot of turds. One house that even smelled like a turd. But I'm pretty sure that we found a decent enough house now, and as long as the pre-approved lending thing goes through, um, we might be able to get the ball rolling on buying a house and moving our beautiful cats to a forever kitty home. A kitty ranch, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> I mean, frankly, that's like the most important thing. Like, you, you two be damned. Uh, I'm more worried about the kitties. Uh, yeah, the cats will be great. They're right by. Um, there's a beautiful park for the cats. There's um, there's a good school for the cats. So you know they can go to cat school and go learn cat subjects like um, mousing and yeah. eating food that they're not supposed to eat. Getting up on counters. Oh, know. getting on the table. Yeah, the kitten is like all about getting on the table right now, which is yeah. challenging. Spray bottle. Like, yeah, it's a lot of like grabbing her, and be like no, and then putting her down somewhere. She that also helps. really likes stealing the old cat's food, and he likes eating her food. So sometimes like they'll be eating, and then all of a sudden like you'll go back, and the cats have switched bowls, and so the old cat will be eating kitten food, and the kitten will be eating the cat food. And it's like, why are you assholes doing this? Why can't you just eat what you're supposed to eat? Just feed them separate. Just keep them separate. Dude, we do. And they'll still do the thing. They're terrible. Lock one. Lock one in one of the rooms. That that, that has had occurred before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, speaking of casketing on tables, that's how the kitten that my little brother rescued over at my folks' house is. Like, she is persistent. And, like, <laughs> I, 
I had to spray her with the spray bottle the other day, and like, thank God she still trusts me. But it's like it was kind of touch and go there for a second. <laughs> Cause like I was just sitting there eating pizza shuttle, and this cat like trying to stick her head in my cup, and it's like, you have water right there. You don't need mine. Hmm. I mean, that's what cats do, man. Like, they just sniff your drinks and look at your food and... Be cute. They're more sneaky than dogs about it. Dogs just, like, accept and beg and then, like, give up. Cats, man. Oh, that's how the Dumbledog is being. Like, I love that pooch, but, like, goddamn. He knows you like him too much when all the, all the brothers don't like him. They're all... I know. But, dude, he straight up, like, hit me in the nuts the other day. And, like, that was not fun. I, I is, just paw right right in the fucking kisser. And, geez. well, I guess not not the kisser in this, you know, situation. But, uh, yeah, no, that was not fun. That was um, – I still love the Dumbledog, but uh, I was not very happy with him. Just a puppy right to the beanbag. Yeah, it was uh, – it was, dare I say, it was rough. <laughs> Uh, uh dumbbell worst. But how was your week? <laughs> oh, it's been interesting. Uh, applied to get on uh, the lease of the apartment that I'm going to be moving into, um, which is nice because all my stuff's already over there. Uh, That's wonderful. So kind of would have sucked if I wouldn't have gotten on. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let's see. Um, due to circumstances, uh, we can't play regular D&D uh, tomorrow, so we're going to do some one-shots. So I literally just bought those earlier and uh, need to go through all that and, you know, get that figured out. Um, but, like, yeah, I really haven't done much other than that. I mean, been listening to a whole lot of Dungeons & Daddies. Um, I really like that show. <laughs> I'm already halfway through, and it's just... Even better the second time through because it's great. Highly recommend that podcast. Um, if I paid more money to them for a Patreon, I could have one of them come and be a character in my D&D game. But I don't have that kind of money. Oh, shit. It's that kind of money? <laughs> it's only like 50 bucks a month. I mean, only. But, like, hmm. it's... Not bad. I pay them five bucks a month, and I wish I could pay them more. But this is not Dungeons and Daddies, but everyone should listen to it. Um, yeah, so like just one shots. Um, I don't know. Dealing with dealing with being in Oklahoma. Um, that's that's fun. Uh, Got to get my passport renewed. Um, it's expired, so I have to get a new one. Which is nice. That's going to be a lot of hurdles. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be the exact same as getting an Oklahoma driver's license and the passport. I can get on a flight if I need to, uh, whereas Oklahoma driver's license, not really. You can until 2023. Hmm. That's how long they got the extension on real deal or real ID. Yeah, I know, like, I guess talking with Toasty about it earlier, and there's like two different versions. Yeah. Are are you are you planning on going overseas soon, or? 
Uh, well, I mean, probably not given the whole pandemic, but having a passport in general is nice. Because, uh, I mean, it's federal. Like, fuck your state ID. It's fine. Fair enough. Yeah, state and IDs they, are kind of weird. They are. And I'm, I'm going to need to get my Oklahoma driver's license anyway, just because I live here now. So figure, get the passport in the meantime. And whenever the backlog clears up for Oklahoma driver's licenses, get one that way. But yeah, no, that's uh, pretty much been my week. Just a whole lot of um, nothing, really. Just I hanging out. Waiting for the semester, I guess. Man. You reading anything? I, we haven't talked about that. Reading or watching anything interesting? Because you know one thing that I'm watching, the show that we're mutually watching together to do something with later. But Yeah. I need to start that back up. I'm almost yeah. done with it. Um, not really. Like, I don't really watch any. Like, I've been watching a lot of, like, YouTube stuff. But, like, that's just, like really niche and people don't get it when you say that you watch stuff on youtube oh i know and like the stuff that everyone watches is so like radically different than everyone else yeah i mean yeah no like some of it's hard to explain um but no uh i don't really read anymore um, cause mainly I read for school and that's kind of killed my love of reading. Uh, I don't even I have it. my, it's packed up, but I need to start reading again. Well, I, I'm building a doc that I'll send you eventually. And I'm, I'm taking all my books and logging them onto a doc. So yeah. I, I know exactly what I have. And it, so I can also loan them to people and like write down who has it. That's smart. So um, I'll, I'll get that to you soon, and you can just, like, whenever you want, just request something, and I can bring it to you, or you can get it. don't matter. None of it matters. No, that's actually a good idea, but I appreciate it. Like, I need to definitely read more for fun because, I mean, I don't know. I just listen to podcasts all the time now. No, I feel you. I feel you. That's, that's like, what I, I drive to. I play i do dishes to podcast and i i've actually i've been doing a lot of records though recently recently i've been doing a big thing where i've been going through um rate your music because i like the way it's algorithmed and i like that it is a it is an algamation of people's voting and like what the people like average records are because like music people like music um journalists are too snooty and hoity-toity. Oh, yeah. I don't and like so it. this list thing has been pretty solid. The only things I haven't liked on this top 10 list is, like, I didn't particularly like, um, oh, what's that fucking band? Um, I think it's My Bloody Valentine. I think it's one of their records from, like, the 90s. It's really famous. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shoegaze is just, it's a bit too art-rocky for me and, like, noise rock. So, I wasn't a big fan, but I really enjoyed, like, I've listened to some Miles Davis, Miles Davis from that thing, and fucking Mingus was fantastic, like, mm. And the Radiohead that's on there has been okay, like, Radiohead doesn't always hit with me, but sometimes it's, it's nice, it's a nice change in life. 
Man, speaking of music, I've just been on a fucking Ramona kick. Like, goddamn, that album I made you listen to is so good. It's fun. I gave it one one good listen. I've listened to it, like, no joke, like, probably 50 times. Damn, man. It's just, I mean, it's, like, not even a half hour. It's so easy. You just throw it on. It's fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, God, that album's so good. I love that band. I'm trying to think of what else I've listened to that's really good. Man, I've done a lot of weird shit. I think about now, like, what I've done in the last few weeks, and it's been a lot of weird. Like, I finished the, la- I finished the last Ender Game book. I have read every Ender's Game book now. Oh, God uh, Yeah, they're, they're, actually, they're actually good. Like, it's a decent series. Like, I know a lot of people get turned off after reading the first one than going, going to the others, because the first one is so... It's so much different. Ender's Game is so much different than the rest of that series as a sci-fi, because a lot of it isn't even sci-fi. It's more like sci-fi fused with, like, um, oh, not just politics, but, like, philosophy. And as regardless of how you feel about Scott Card, um, the books are pretty good, pretty solid. There's a shit ton of them. There's, like, 20 of them. And it took me, like, two years to read them all. Yeah, I need to read the other ones, because I've only read Ender's Game. I liked it. Yeah. Um, this is an aside, uh, but later on in the semester, uh, or after these next few semesters, I want to see if I can write, like, I don't think I'll have to do a capstone, so I'm going to be doing it online, but I want to write, like, a big old paper on the politics of Gundam and why Gundam is, like, more than just robots killing each other. Ah, you, you want to discuss neoliberalism versus space communism. Yeah, and then space fascism later. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, I think it's more like space, like, authority. It's like space Lenin, or not Lenin, it's Stalinism. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, and, like, it's more than just robots punch. It is a politics show with robots. Yeah. It's the best of both it. Like it's like watching Kaiju, but yeah. they're they're me- mecha. <laughs> exactly. And I mean like it, it does pose a whole lot of philosophical questions in the sense of like, oh hey, these are kids. Um also they're killing each other. Like, maybe that's not philosophy. I don't fucking know. This isn't a Gundam episode. Sue me. <laughs> Oh, man, I just got the funniest text, I have to tell you, because I was just discussing, we were just discussing Radiohead, and Cal Deceit is outside, and I just get a text saying, I hear you talking shit on Radiohead. (laughs) When I'm pretty sure all I said is they're just not always for me, or something akin to that. (laughs) That could be misconstrued as talking shit. I mean, I don't like Radiohead. I'll talk shit on Radiohead. Okay. I think they're a, a good band. They're just like, sometimes it's like, man, that was a bit much. Like, I don't know. I think of them as like, in the same vein as the Flaming Lips. Like, I know I'm supposed to like them because I'm from Oklahoma. But <laughs> I don't. I don't care for the Flaming Lips. That's, that's fair. Uh, so I think there is a period of three albums of the Flaming Lips, sir. That is some of the that those three albums are some of the best music that was made so far in this century. 
Like, there are three albums that are fantastic, and then there's a lot of, like, that was interesting. There's maybe a handful of songs on there that are listenable albums. Like, the Flaming Lips are are different. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I mean... But, like, I don't know. I think Yoshimi Battles of the Pink Robots is kind of a masterpiece. It's kind of a masterpiece of, like, weird sound. That's fair. I'm not going to discount that. Like, I guess uh, I guess we should move into the main topic. I don't know how much of that I'm going to keep. Oh, yeah, we can. That's the beauty. We can just cut, do what we want. This was, this is really a things I found interesting this week, because, boy, howdy. Uh, let's do some news, because it is. Huh, fun news week. So the first thing I've gotten is that this is just a, a funny. We're going to talk about COVID for a bit, and there is this news report that came out that has linked 500 COVID cases to the Milwaukee Bucks Deer District from the NBA playoffs. So 500 assholes caught COVID from watching the Bucks. <laughs> outside of the stadium. <laughs> I mean, have you seen the pictures? Yeah, from- yeah. I mean, not like the pictures in so much, but I saw like what the crowd looked like during game seven. So, yeah, man. And I, it was like that every fucking game. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't believe the 500 number. I think it's way higher. Uh, given that probably all those people infected, you know, however many other people, so. Oh, I bet you you can pump that number up by three times. If you told me it was like 15 or 20, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Because, like, you know, there's going to be, like, a lot, of, a lot of people who probably got it, like a few hundred that are probably just like, I have the sniffles and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, fucking Sturge is still going on again. Oh, I know, man. Sturges to me sounds like a biker death camp right now. Yeah. You literally could not pay me to go to Sturges. Like, you could give me... Now I take that back. You could totally pay me. But it would cost a lot of money to pay me to go to Sturges right now. I'm talking Jeff Bezos money. Oh, oh see, you're, you're, you're more grand than me. I was just talking like, um, I want a small lotto amount of money. I'm not a very ambitious man, sir. <laughs> so you could hand me like I'm like two mil, and I'd be like, okay, I'll go to Sturgis, I guess. <laughs> now, like I don't doubt that a bunch of people got the Rona from that. I mean, outside transmission is still a thing. So, oh, I know it's it's lower, and um, people don't have to be as cautious. But you should still, I don't know. Not be in a giant crowd where everyone's shoulder to shoulder without a fucking facial cover. Oh, I agree. Like, mm. I don't think this is going to happen, but, I mean, of course it's not going to happen. We're too selfish. But the Asiatic, this is just a point I've been reiterating. Like, the, the Asiatic countries have it right with mask wearing. Like, fuck, they wear them when they have a cold. Like, mm-hmm. it's... It'd be so much easier if we did that here, but no, we're too fucking stupid and proud and stubborn and my freedoms. Oh, I know. We're, man, we're, we're like the worst. 
version of individualism on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Like, I often think that we're, like, the worst version of individualism, and, like, China in its current state is the worst version of collectivism. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll die on that hill. <laughs> no, that's a fair hill to die on, man. Like, oh, it's so dumb. So it's dumb. It's so dumb. Man, which leads me to, have you seen Florida and, like, their cases oh. and, like, what's going on with our medical system right now? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, so they have, no, it's like the worst thing ever. And I'm trying to find, they are out of pediatric beds, <laughs> like in Florida, because kids are getting COVID now. Like the new variants are fun. They, they attack children just as bad as you and I. And yeah, I so. No, my okay. So here's an example. There's a hospital in Miami that is at 116 percent occupancy for COVID-19 patients. It's a children's hospital, um, the Nicholas Children's Hospital in Miami, 116 percent, which is fucking Jesus. That's just heartbreaking, honestly. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, how many? I really have to wonder the people how many of like not only older people have died, but how many little kids are going to die before so many of these people pull their heads out of their ass? Well, even if they don't die, like, the long-lasting complications. Yeah. Yep, by being a um, selfish jackass, like, people are and sending everyone back to school with no requirements and nothing, you're going to rob some little children of, like, a weird sports career or just, like, you know, just, like, playing baseball and going to college for free. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Or just like, yeah, like organ issues later in life. Like, oh, well, guess who's going to get denied insurance because they have a pre-existing condition? I know. I, I was really hoping that this like b- pandemic would at least, on the bright side, break the American like need for private insurance so bad <laughs> that like. Even like moderate shit dems just decided that man, we have to we have to federalize this thing because this is dumb. But nope, nope, they are sticking to their guns, which is impressive. But also like, man, I want to get some torches on your ass. Like, hmm. If yeah, the good people, like, it's not good. No, it's Super not nice. like not fun. Not fun at all. It's an yeah, no. Man, did you see that, like, um, Governor Abbott in Texas was blaming illegals for, like, hopping the border and bringing COVID over, and that's why cases are soaring in Texas? Yeah, so is DeSantis in Florida. What, like, shitbed, shitbird assholes? Like, fuck. No, yeah, it's... Uh, it's so dumb. It's really the dumbest. This is the dumbest pandemic. It's, it's this yeah. is the dumbest way. Well, to be fair, like, I don't know how we can compare it to the 1918 flu, because uh, that was pretty dumb from what I hear. But Yeah, but they didn't have social media making it dumber. And they also didn't have people like whatever, whatever fucking Kennedy that is that keeps telling people that vaccines are cause autism 
Like, I forget which candidate it is, but there's one that has put a lot of money into anti-vaccine research. Who is my... Yep. Just the fucking Kennedys, man. They are a blight across America. God. I, I honestly have thought about it before, like, recently, too. Like, I can't think of a Kennedy who has done something that I really care about. Even like JFK, I don't know why we love him. Like, I think, I don't know why Democrats and the left are supposed to like JFK. Do you? What did JFK do? Because everything I can think of that came out of the 60s was Johnson. Johnson just being a big dick asshole saying, but Jack would have wanted this to happen, boys. We got to do it. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, off the top of my head, um, I'm not, like, I don't know if I can name anything, but if you let me, you know, pull up, like, what he did, other than, you know, the Bay of Pigs. Uh, yeah, you know. and the, the Bay of Pigs, he, oh, he funded the, going to the moon, he funded NASA. Yeah, I mean, got that, but that, that gave us Elon Musk. So, can we really thank him? I know, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Sure, we under we got supercomputing down the line from it, and we went to the moon, which is kind of cool, but now there's some South, South African slave owner who's acting like he's a big dick boy. So, mm. Yeah, like, God. I don't know. Politics in general sucks. I hate it. I should change my major. Yeah, I'm surprised you do it. I couldn't do it. I would just get mad and start, like, running around with a red flag everywhere and screaming at everybody. It's definitely made me, like, way more cynical uh, <laughs> and jaded. And the history major or minor has made me depressed. So. That's fair enough. Everything, everything is pain. Uh you know, to be grandiose about it. I get you. The history minor, since I got one too, it um, it kind of makes me mad. One, I think we teach the wrong things. Like after the civil after the civil war, I feel like America American school systems just teach dumb shit instead of um, you know, other shit that would make more important to everybody or for everyone. Like we don't teach Reconstruction right at all. Reconstruction is just like not taught well at all. And shit, then there's like weird little things that we should teach, but we don't like we should probably know more about post-World War II, but I don't really know much about post-World War II. Like I know specific things that I want to know, but I didn't learn much about it. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Like, I don't know. Like one of my classes uh, was like last semester was like a social movement to the 20th century class and that was dope as fuck because the professor was cool as hell and it's like it was only like more of a niche thing because it was literally like oh we're just talking about the social movements of you know the 1900s mm. but like you know you could kind of get like a little bit of a micro you know cosm type thing maybe if that's the right word uh just in the sense of like you know, this is what, like, the movement was founded upon, and, but that doesn't really do it all justice. I know, next semester, I'm taking a weapons of mass destruction class, so, mm. that sounds dope. 
that's gonna be so depressing and fun. Oh, I you're know. Be, and that's gonna be so. Class. Yep. Nope. That's that sounds just like my um um the history of labor class. The history of labor that I did at OU was fan fucking tastic. I had a great professor. Um, I'm pretty sure he was a communist. <laughs> and it was wonderfully depressing because everything's like. So many bad things have to happen for people to finally do something that's decent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Except pirates. Pirates were awesome. Learning about the labor of like pirates and the end of the feudal age to the transition of the capitalist age um, was fantastic because pirates were egalitarian. Um, you know, they voted on their captains usually. Like usually pirates voted on their captains. So all these men that you yeah. hear were asked awful. That guy was put there because he did right by everyone. He was just also yeah. harsh as shit. <laughs> Yep. Well, and, like, there were, like, female captains, too, you know? Oh, they also did not give a shit about gay things. Like, men got married on ships. Um, You just did gay shit, and everyone was like, man, y'all just did something gay, and that's fine. Fuck yeah. Dude, bring back piracy. Yeah, yeah, bring back. I want to see, like, just, you know, unlike Texoma, I want to see... A yacht, <laughs> just a bunch of like beautiful queers running around and doing gay shit and robbing people. Just, uh. I I agree. Like hell, I wouldn't even get mad if they robbed me. So, no, you know what? Right. like it's like fuck. Give me a flag, boys, and I'll join if a guy. Here's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go commit crime. I, I I will marry one of you. <laughs> Okay, so this is just a fun story, or it's a fun, terrifying story that I found, which will bring us into a slight topic. We, we'll go on for a second. But in Grand Prairie, Texas, earlier this week, a venomous West African-branded Coba got loose and missing from some snake weirdo's house. Jeez. So, yeah, there's just a branded Cobra, which apparently is six foot long, and it went missing at 5, the, or excuse me, the owner realized it went missing at 5 p.m. on Tuesday. And it's super venomous. <laughs> and Grand Prairie, I don't know if you've ever, I've been there before. It's like literally snap in the middle of Dallas-Fort Worth. It's like right between the two cities. And there's a lot of people in Dallas-Fort Worth. Like a lot of people. DFW is huge. It's one of the biggest metropolitan areas in the country. That snake's going to be going to town. Oh, yeah. Hopefully he died. Hopefully an owl ate him or something. Because, yeah, that's scary. It makes me think there was another story like a month ago about a, a venomous snake getting loose in like a zebra cobra. It got loose in somewhere in North Carolina, I believe. But it makes I mean, me like, why is this okay? Yeah, that's true. But, like, realistically, your chances of running into that thing are so fucking slim. Oh, that's true. But, like, why are people allowed to own these things? They're not, and they do. Wait, they're not? I thought weirdos could just own... Huh. Like, there's no one telling you you can't until you get caught. Because, like... There was this dude in, like, Texas, I think, that had, like, a fucking tiger. And that thing was, like, running around the neighborhood. And it's like, motherfucker, you can't have a tiger in a residential area. 
Spring up, we knew a dude with a tiger. Like my family knew a guy with a tiger. And my brother and I have discussed now, we both kind of wonder if this tiger came from Joe Exotic. <laughs> like if this dude bought this baby tiger from Crazy Joe. Because like it would make perfect sense. This was like a crazy white man and Joe was a crazy white man. Like, yeah. And he, this crazy white man ended up with a tiger. Um, have have we ever talked about, like, have we even mentioned Tiger King on here? No, we've never talked about Joe Exotic. He's a um, really interesting man. Just like, yeah. he belongs in jail. I wish people, people keep talking about how he needs to be out. But no, Joe Exotic never needs to come out of jail. Because even though Carol Baskins also seems like she's done illegal shit. Like, I'm not even going to go into the speculation of killing her husband or not. But if her, her sanctuary thing sounds like a scam. It sounds like a scam to me where she pretends she's better than other people, but she's literally just trying to monopolize, like, free labor by volunteer labor, um, people coming in and seeing the critters, and trying to monopolize being the only person who can own the critters through legal channels. Yeah, no, like, that whole industry is gross. Like, I never went to the tiger safari whenever we were growing up, just because, like, Man, we're in Oklahoma. Tigers don't belong in Oklahoma. Like, no, they don't. You shouldn't be able to own animals outside of your biome. Like, it's not the biome they're in. You don't want it to get loose. Look at Florida, the punching bag of America, and the Everglades. That's true. But I will say, in like, was it 2015 when, when we had the Tiger NATO? Oh, yeah, the Tiger NATO is a great meme. Long live the Tiger NATOs. Yes. <laughs> Long live Tiger Nato. Oh, that was good times. Oh, fucking tornadoes. Fucking weird tiger guys. Mm-hmm. That's like the most iconic thing about Oklahoma. We're just a weird state with weird things in it. Oh, gosh. Oh, that reminds me. A weird state. I forget who it is who's doing it, but it might be our attorney general is like suing or not trying, trying to overturn the McGurk oh, case. Which, yeah. I saw that in the paper today. It's such bullshit. Like I actually wanted to talk about that. So thank you for bringing it up. Yeah. No, like uh, uh way to like, just not honor any of the treaties that we signed, like continually. Like it's so fucked up. Oh, I know. It's like the worst thing. I don't even get it, too, because Kit I mean, Stitt is supposed to be like, quote unquote, a tribal member of the Cher- what Cherokee Nation. And he's just like, I think so. Yeah, I think it's the Cherokees because it's the yeah, they're the big one. And he's just a, like a huge cocksucker. Just not a fun dude. He completely fucks them over. I really hope that the, that um, Shannon, I think his name is like T something TW or TJ Shannon. Um, he's a member of the Chickasaw tribe. He's like a dude from Lawton. And I really hope that he primaries him in the Republican ticket next time. And like the Chickasaws and a lot of the other tribes just throw their money and wait behind him. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, a Democrat's not going to win. So no, that's exactly why I TW Shannon. Yeah. That's who he is. TW Shannon. He is the speaker of the house. Um, he's a speaker of the house in Oklahoma, yada, yada, yada. 
Oh, that's right. I forget. He he's also the first African American speaker of the House of Representatives in Oklahoma. Oh, good for him. Yeah, and he's just some Republican Chickasaw guy. Oh, it says he's a banker originally before he went into pol- politics. Yeah, he's yeah, like forty maybe, and like infinitely better looking than our current guy, which, as we all know, is a pretty good indication of who's going to win, except in the last election. <laughs> true i mean like is he a trumpy guy though um you know i don't know if he's a trumpy guy i just assume i mean kevin stitt is kane oh yeah i just assume he's better um he's from lawton i knew that i think i think he's just a business guy i think he just likes money Mm. well i mean um they're trying to like primary langford or is it Imhoff? No, it's Langford because he like wouldn't like kowtow to the Trump political line. Well, I hope they primary him because I think he is pretty dumb. Um, I regularly tweet at Langford and ask him to step down, like pretty regularly, probably like once every week or every other week. That's good. I, know, I actually found one. I I I found one of your replies in the wild the other day on like a thread, and I was like. Okay. Just like this real quick. That's what I do on Twitter. I saw that you liked one of them, and I was like, huh. Says, man, Twitter for me is just like, let's um, harass Ted Cruz and Lankford. <laughs> they tweet so much. Yeah. Like, and oftentimes they're still like, step down, or like, why are you like this? <laughs> or who hurt you? <laughs> I was like, this will mean nothing to. 99% of our listeners. Uh, but Dean Blevins made like a shitty fucking tweet about the Thunder, and I had to call his ass out because he's fucking stupid. And that was a shitty take. Uh, people have a lot of shitty takes about the Thunder draft, and this is definitely different than politics, but... Um, oh, he made I, it political. I, oh, he made it political. Congratulations. Wonderful. He awesome. Heard. He compared the Thunder to the Russian Olympic Committee. And it's like, bro, that doesn't even make sense. That's just dumb sounding. Like, shame on you. Yeah, it was dumb. Man. That's like the big dumb. Big, big, big dumb. I mean, yeah. And this dumbass tagged his employer in the comment, or in the tweet. And it's like, bro, why are you tagging News 9? Just, uh... Anyway, you got something else? So we're going to um, briefly, because I literally just found this the other day about this guy, so I don't really have much written. There's not much notes. I haven't done much research. I just thought it was super cool and an interesting dude from World War II that people might want to know about, because I I never knew about him, and I want to know about him. But we're going to bullshit about William Arendaeus. Um, William Arendaeus, he was a Dutchman. And he was apparently and just an author who was part of the Dutch anti-Nazi resistance. And the dude was born in, like, 1894 and was inevitably executed by the Nazis on July 1st of 1943. Which you absolutely hate to see. Oh, you kind of hate to see it, but I think if you're going to get executed by Nazis, this guy did a pretty good... He, he, he did it, and... 
he gave them, he, he hit them in the nose. He bloodied them a bit. That's so, Arandeus is known and was eventually executed for participating in bom- the bombing of the Amsterdam Public Records Office in order to keep the Nazis from more quickly finding um, Dutch Jews and sending them to camps. I mean, so he was caught, the Gestapo caught him for this and executed him. But that's a pretty great way to get executed. Like, if you're going to get executed, you blow something up to keep Nazis from sending people to death camps. Yeah, no, like, that is... Oh, and he was, like, an open homosexual as well. And Which is, like... It's kind of wild, though, 1940s. Yeah, you're an open gay man in occupied, like, Nazi area. And you're just like, yeah, I'm going to do this thing with my bros. We're going to blow up a fucking building to keep them from sending Jews to their death. Yeah. No, like, the fucking giant set of balls on that guy. Oh, huge balls. Which, this is what this reminds me. Everyone who doesn't know should follow... um, the Auschwitz Memorial page on Twitter. It's pretty solid. They yeah. kind of the <laughs> because every time they tweet something, it's like a nice spiel of someone's biography and so and so died in blah 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 camp. But yeah, it's something like it's definitely something you should see because people we've I don't know I think we spent a good twenty years as a society trivializing the death camps. And Nazi Germany's oh, right. And yeah, I don't think that, I think this is mainly a Gen Xer problem. I really think that Gen Xers, like, um, got too loosey-goosey with making jokes and being, like, edgelords about Nazis and death camps and Jews. Uh, and you can definitely yeah, see it, like, every, every time you watch South Park is a good example. Yeah, well, it's like, there is a not zero percent of people who don't, like, didn't know the Holocaust happened. So yeah. that's just a failure on a lot of people's parts. Man, like something like a few years ago, a thing came out from the BBC that something like, oh, 20% of people under 35 thought Winston Churchill was a made up character. <laughs> I mean, he was a piece of shit. But, oh, yeah, like, Churchill was a monster who deserved to die in a prison cell. <laughs> he, he was unfortunately not made up. No, no. I mean, you know, let's, let's ask the millions of dead Indians if Winston Churchill was made up after causing famines in India. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, back to Arandeus. So he was just a working-class schmuck born of um, field traders, which is a really weird job, like field trader. I I mean, what is that? Is that like the trucker who takes gasoline to people? <laughs> is that the modern equivalent of a field trader? I would think so. Okay. And, well, our day, he did not grow up to be that way. He grew up to be an illustrator, designer, and a poet in Rotterdam, mostly Rotterdam. Um, he's well known for a few poetry things. There's a, a bunch of his stuff still in Rotterdam, like City Hall. I guess he painted a large mural there. Oh, damn. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Like, this guy just seems like a well-fulfilled life man. And in 1942, when the Nazis came knocking, he joined 
an underground group that it has a name that I can't say. It's really big and looks like Brandis Brief, but I'm sure it's Dutch and not pronounced like that Brandis Brief at all. But he yeah, joined and he specialized in making like forged identity cards. Like so he would just make fake IDs for people and be like, here's your fake ID. This should fool the Nazis. That's so cool. Like I, I think like we don't give enough uh I don't know if credit's the right word, but I guess we don't talk enough about the other resistance groups. because uh, like I mean everyone should theoretically know the French resistance, but of course, like, why wouldn't the Dutch have their own resistance? Like, yeah, I can only assume there were like Poles doing the same thing in Poland and same thing with like Czechs. And hell, I'd assume there were like Germans doing the same thing. Yeah, no, I feel like that's a safe assumption. I mean, hell, we, we, Schindler's, Schindler's list is essentially, I think we can think about that guy obviously subverted his own government and spirited away Jews. So. That is very true. Yeah, like, I think our school system has definitely failed because we're such, like, an American-centric, like, teaching. Because, I mean, of course we are. Like, why wouldn't we? Um, It's not great. Uh, It's like, they don't really talk about that when I feel like they talk about World War II. It's just like, Oh, yeah, we went over there because we got bombed, and then we fucked shit up. Hoorah, we won. Oh, I know. Like, I always get mad whenever Americans discuss, like, World War II in Europe. In Japan, like, they're kind of right. Yeah, Japan, we did just go over there and break shit, and we broke it hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and Japan sounds like, the Japanese front sounds like some of the worst thing that's ever happened to humankind. Like, but the European front I feel like younger people do, especially younger people on the left, realize that, like, no, like, the Nazis were broken by the dual combination of trying to, like, keep us from getting into European shores, and then the endless wave of Soviets. Like, we built stuff, and the Soviets bled Germany dry. (laughs) Exactly. Like, and then we want to act like we're, like, you know, the, I mean, I guess we are the victors in the sense that, like, our side won, but, like, we heavily discount the Soviet impact of World War II. Because, I mean, immediately we were enemies with them for the Cold War. Yeah. When something like, I think it's something like seven out of every ten German soldiers died on the Eastern Front. Like, it's something literally insane. Like, it's, I think it's seven or, like, eight out of every 10, died fighting the Soviets. That's just absolutely insane. Yeah. Yeah, Uncle Stalin bled them dry. He really did. And then, you know, everybody else. Oh, yeah, well, that's, you know, when you're when you're a crazy maniac fighting another crazy maniac. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, God... World War II was nuts. Yeah, World War II is nuts. And I think that's why we needed to just, like, bullshit about this today, because it's, it's fun finding, like, the weird little things in World War II, like, the inspiring folks, like, this gentleman, Arandeus, and his, like, group of freedom fighters that were apparently packed with, like, gays and lesbians. 
and just randos, which I guess makes sense because who else is going to do it? I mean, the people who are going to get sent to camps second. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, because I mean, like, no one's free until everyone's free. So, of course, like, they're going to come after other marginalized groups. Like, yeah, no shit. I mean, they're still trying to do that today, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, like, 90% positive. There are definitely groups of um, right-wingers in America that, if they could, they would start shipping off these same people to um, wonderful camps in terrible places. Yeah. No, I uh, will 100% agree with that. Yeah. And, yeah, some of them may or may not participated in January 6th. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bombing that that Arndeus was involved in well, it took place on the 27th of March, 1943. That's when they blew up the administration building. Um, huh. And they were caught very shortly by the 18th of June. And they were given a kangaroo court because by July 1st, three of them were executed. Jesus. And Aaron Day has tried to take full blame. And so it sounds like two doctors were spared from execution and given, like, basically slave doctor duty. And then two of his gay bros were lined up. They're all lined up and shot. And the last thing that he put out there to a friend of his was that tell the people that homosexuals can be brave. Goddamn right. And then they were carried off to be shot. So that's a... Inspiringly brutal. <laughs> Way yeah, to go. Like, well, and that definitely like flies in the face of the stereotypes that even still even exist today that gay men are like all like effeminate and not macho manly. So. Oh yeah. Which is ridiculous because like I can't tell you how many how often like you see a little news article or some like blurb about some guy like being in the Marines and being like. And I was so gay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I could have joined the Marines. That's like, that sounds hard and psychotic. <laughs> oh, agreed. Like, that's, yeah, that's like a whole other level of just commitment. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not willing to do. <laughs> no. Like, Jesus. But yeah, now 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 we could call it because I've gotten my piece in, and I wish we could have done a deeper but um, die. But this was found recently, and we did this on the fly. And also, a lot of books on this man um, seem to be in Dutch. And guess what? You know, I can't who read. Thought? Yeah, can't read Dutch. It might be sideways English, but don't make no sense. It's true. Although I've been to the Netherlands, and they're really nice. They're really nice people. I had professors, like, I think two that were from the Netherlands. They were super nice. Super nice professors. Very smart people. Spoke fantastic English. Yeah. Like, they speak, like, because we were, like, trying this tangent. But we were trying to get off, like, you know, their, like, bus or whatever. And it's, like, they explained to us in English how to do it. Like, passengers were, like, thank you so much. 
we're just stupid Americans. Like, please help us. I know this is a good representation of our country as a whole, but please help us. We are so dumb. <laughs> it could have been a worse representation. Oh, God, it really could have. Colonizing. <sighs> but yeah, I think we're gonna call it there. Uh, I have been Bravo. Uh, you can find me at, at not Bravo Delta on the Twitters. Uh, you can find the show at, at What the Hell PG. You can email us at YouWhatTheHellPod at gmail.com. I would like to thank Synthwaver for our logo art. We need to have them on the show. Uh, and I also want to thank the Toasty Man. He's, he's good people. And, uh, yeah, that's that's me. Yeah, and I have been Whiskey, and you can find me at Whiskey is a Devil at Twitter. And, um, yeah, I've been broadcasting. I guess we've both been broadcasting from Unseated Kickapoo, Osage, Kiowa, Wichita, and Quapaw lands. Yeah. And hopefully McGirt doesn't get overturned because Oklahoma's bullshit. It probably won't, but Oklahoma's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, given the Supreme Court right now, like. You say that, but um, I'm pretty sure if I remember right, Gorsuch is usually pretty pro Native American, which is kind of weird. Okay. So, I, I mean, think he, he ruled on a lot for, he ruled for quite a few tribes. And when he was at the district level in Denver. Oh. Good for him. So yeah, I mean every every I guess every turd is shiny somewhere, right? That's yeah, that's four justices, <laughs> so we need to get one more. Cause I'm assuming Briar, Sotomayor, uh Kagan, and Gorsuch would be on this side. I assume at least one of the other people on the right wants to subvert um federal law or like subvert law somehow in some way that would be pro <laughs> McGirt, but and it's a weird court makeup. They shouldn't be yeah. on there for life. <laughs> no, I agree. But uh yeah, the Supreme Court is dumb. Uh that's Thank gonna be it this week. Yeah. Bye folks. Laters. <laughs>